Basketball season is in full swing in Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley, if the weather cooperates, that is. But so far, so good. We'll dive into it much more on this week's Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now, here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. Graham Thomas here with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm joined with sports reporter Rick Fires here in Fayetteville. Leland Barclay joins us in the River Valley. Gentlemen, welcome back. Happy New Year. It's uh, it's our first podcast of the year. It's been a few weeks, but uh, I'm ready to talk some hoops, and we've got a lot to catch up on, and uh, so let's just jump right into it. Let's go. I'm All right. right. Um, guys, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we're, as I said at the beginning here, we're, we're really right in the middle of, of, of basketball season. Conference play is, is well and in, in, uh, in, in going good. Um, so we'll start off with just some talking about some 6A West basketball. Um, we had a busy night of games uh, last night, which was Tuesday night, January the 9th. And, um, well, we'll just, Rick, we'll, we'll kind of let you lead off with the, the game you were at last night. Okay, I was at uh, Fayetteville High School. I've seen Fayetteville a lot so far this year. I, you know what? I don't know what the preseason rankings were, but, man, that Fayetteville was following up his football season with the, with a really good basketball team. This team is, I think, ranked second or third. They're 16-2 and two overall. Now they're 4-0. and oh. Last night um, uh, they were home to, to Bentonville West and just kind of really blew them out in the first half. Now Bentonville West, to its credit, they came back and, and, and cut an 18-point deficit to six points. But um, Fayetteville really is a good, good basketball team. Looked like they got all the elements. They got the side. They got the speed. They got uh, a great point guard, Xavier Brown, leading the way. So really impressed with um, with Fayetteville. But I've also seen Springdale Harbor and some mm-hmm. others. So this is a really good uh, basketball league, of course. I've seen Springdale Harbor a couple times too, and you know Springdale High. They're they they've got a yes. good team. You can't ever count out Bentonville or Bentonville West. And then how about Fort Smith Southside the last couple of nights? Gotten them a couple of wins and in one of them in some really interesting fashion. Um, that's on the guys' side. And on the girls' side, boy, we got a wide open 6A West Conference at the very top with Springdale High, Northside. Harbor's got a good team. Fayetteville's got a good team. And then you've got you know some teams that have traditionally been good, like Bentonville and Rogers, who are going to have a say in all this. So... Let me, um, yeah, let, let me interject here about Springdale. A few, two or three years ago, they were only winning like two, three games, and Heather, man, stuck with them young kids, and they developed that talent, and they, they are easily a top-10 team now in, in the state. So a lot of credit to Heather over there at the Springdale High, and it's good to see them coming up and uh, being a factor in the league race. Now, you know, obviously we – you know, we've got a lot of good basketball teams in the boys and girls leagues in the 6A West. And Leland, I'm going to give credit here to to the Fort Smith Southside Mavericks. You know, we just mentioned them just a couple seconds ago, but got a big win against Northside last night. Their first win against Northside in quite a while. And it's been a been an interesting week for the Mavericks for the last two games. Well, you know, when they came back from uh, from the Christmas break, they jumped out and scored 20 points in the first quarter against Rogers Heritage. And I thought, wow, you know, this Southside team's, um, you know, pretty good. Uh, You know, a lot of veteran guys, Alex Roper, 
uh, George Harrell, uh, you know, Trey Grant. Uh, then they added Cooper Watson off a state championship team from County Line. His dad's a, an assistant for the girls team there at Southside. So I thought, wow, you know, this, this, this might be the year of the Mavericks. Well, then Heritage put up three straight 20-point quarters and kind of won that game going away. So I didn't really know what to think at that point. You know, you know how good is Heritage? Um, you know, and then Southside comes back and wins that impressive game on the road at West. Yes. And then takes uh, Northside into overtime and wins that game. And, uh, you know, congratulations to Southside for two straight wins. And uh, they're, uh, they're looking good right now. You know, just, just think about how important that uh, you got that disappointing loss at home that Leland is speaking about. And we've been around a long time. You hear coaches say, man, if you lose one at home, you got to steal one on the road. And that's exactly what Southside did. That's a long way to go up to uh, Bentonville. Where, man, you're almost in Kansas by the time you get up there. <laughs> and for them to come back and win that game in the fashion that they did, uh, so I think there was a springboard, gave them a lot of confidence to come back and begin this week with the win over their number one rival. So congratulations to the Mavs there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and thinking about the, the 6A West boys, I mean, I think nobody's going to argue with us. We think Springdale Harbor is probably at the top of the league right now. I don't think anybody would, would argue that. But there's a lot of good teams in that conference. We've got a long ways to go, really two months' worth of action here. But um, we're excited about that. And then, you know, just a couple of, of, of highlights from some of the other conferences. Um, you know, the Greenwood girls are, are continuing to do their thing. I, they're, they're my number one team in, in Class 5A, and, and they're going to be until somebody uh, tells me otherwise. Don't really care who they've lost to to this point or any of that. Yeah. Just, I, I, you know, I'm not betting against Clay Reeves. Uh, and then, you know, Farmington. Both the Farmington teams in Class uh, 4A are, are really, really good good basketball teams, and we're going to be talking a lot about them as we go. And then, you know, and then in the 3A and below, there, there's a lot. There's just so many. We could do a whole podcast just on small school basketball. Oh, I love small school basketball. So, um, Leland, uh, you know, the, the Greenwood girls, uh, you know, did it again last night, uh, ran away with a victory at Van Buren, and – you know, and, and won a tough one at Russellville. You said it was going to be tough on, on Friday of last week. Well, I just, you know, I, I knew coming into the season, I, I felt like there were three really good teams in the conference. And, of course, Van Buren's off to a great start as well. You know, they ran into Greenwood last night. But uh, Russellville has, they start five seniors, three of which are three-year starters, one of which is Talia Ely, who has got to be one of the best uh, inside players in the state, uh, a six-one senior with a lot of experience, very good player, very dominating, you know, player inside. And then throw in the fact they have a new coach who was an assistant at Conway and was on that state championship team last year. So they just have all the ingredients of being a really good team. Uh, but I'm sitting there last, you know, uh, last Friday watching that game. And six minutes into the game, Greenwood's up 18 to three. And I think, wow, you know, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be another one of those nights for Greenwood. Uh, I think they forced six turnovers in the mm -hmm. seven turnovers in the first quarter, uh, allowed just one field goal in the first six attempts by Russellville. 
And then, and I don't think I've seen this in a long time, maybe in a non-conference game against North Little Rock or Northside, but then Greenwood was outscored each of the next three quarters. And Russellville forced overtime and went up 68-64 in overtime before Greenwood rallied and got a uh, very late basket from Anna Trusty off a steal by Izzy Smith near midcourt to pull that game out 71-70. to And uh, talking to Coach Reeves after the game, you know, he expects kind of the same kind of game from Mountain Home Friday night, which we'll get into all that stuff later. But uh, so it's uh, – that was a, a great game, and uh, I talked to Ann at Brooklyn Woolsey last night after the game, and she gave me some comments about uh, what the practice was like and the film watching, the film study was like the next day for the Greenwood Lady Bulldogs after that 71-70 to 70 win over Russellville. I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it was a very informative session, no <laughs> doubt about that. So, um, gentlemen, we've got less than a minute left on, on this uh, segment of the podcast, but I'm glad you mentioned Van Buren there, Leland, because, boy, what a great start they've gotten off to, and we'll have to talk about the the cross-court shot they had <laughs> last night that, that had the you know the social media buzzing a little bit. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da. <laughs> yeah, um, but, man, I, I, it's exciting to be back on the podcast, exciting to be talking basketball and, um, you know, there, there's just a there's a lot out in front of us and you know we're going to try to to highlight as much of it as we can in the time we're allowed it so we're going to take a little break and um when we come back we'll look to look ahead to what might be a very snowy week the rest of the rest of this week we'll be back you're listening to prep rally If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash nwapodcast to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com, or call us at 479-684-5509 and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. And so, guys, uh, it's an interesting week coming up. Um, well, I say interesting week. I mean, we're at the end of the week and the start of another. That's kind of how we roll on this podcast. But, yep. Um, you know, we, we've got a slate of games scheduled for Friday, but, you know, as we're sitting here right now, we've got, you know, some potential winter weather rolling in on Friday, and some games have already been moved to Thursday, and uh, – you know, for our purposes, uh, we don't know uh, by the time this is released, we don't know who's going to be playing on Friday, on Friday, Thursday, Saturday, moving it to Monday. We, we just don't know. But and, you um, know, we're, in, we're it, entering that time of year when Mother Na- Nature dictates everything. I mean, this ain't <laughs> football anymore. Football, they play. You know, you're going to see in the NFL playoffs playing in blizzard, but Mother Nature dictates. And uh, when she say go, we go. When she said no, we don't. Yeah. So uh, just to highlight a few, a few games here that we're looking at uh, on, on Friday's schedule, uh, Springdale High is at Bentonville. Rogers Heritage is at Rogers, the, the annual Battle of Rogers. The, I guess I'll do that again uh, at Heritage later on this year. Fayetteville is at Southside. Uh, Bentonville West is at Harbor. Mountain, we move into the 5A West. A big one there is Mountain Home at Van Buren. 
Um, Farmington, the big Farmington teams are going to have, uh, they're going to go to Gentry on that one's already on Thursday. Uh, it should be a good one with the Farmington girls and Gentry girls. Uh, Bergman and Valley Springs. That's a big one in the class. Oh my 3A. goodness. Yes. And then Rick, you know, you're, uh, Ozark Catholic at the new school. We don't know, you know, that one's still set for Friday. We don't know when it'll be moved to, if it gets moved at all, but what a battle of class one, a teams. So. Um, you know, a, a lot of looking games, really to. good, good yeah. games to look forward to this week. Um, Leland, I want to kind of back up, you know, we've, we talked about Van Buren they've got a big one coming up, you know, with mountain home on the boys and the girls side. Um, that's, a you know, a, a two very good mountain home teams playing two really good Van Buren teams. Absolutely. That's going to tell a lot about really all four teams. Like I said before, uh, Van Buren girls, the, the lady pointers off to a great start, ran into Greenwood on Tuesday night. Um, but that game against Mountain Home, which is supposed to be, you know, one of the best teams in the in the conference as far as the girls, and then the boys as well, you know, because only four of the eight teams go to the state tournament. That's right. And, uh, you know, um, it's, um, man, it's, it's, that's, that's the the biggest uh, game of the night in the 5A West. Uh, of course, Alma's sitting at two and 2 now. The boys, the Airedales. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a huge one uh, at Van Buren on uh, schedule for Friday night. I tell you what, every time I turn around, it seems I'm seeing some sort of highlight play from the Van Buren boys. It's a lot of dunks by Weston Wilcox, I think. Um, but. Tuesday night, Van Buren had an 85-foot. Tim Terry called it a sky hook against Greenwood. I think it was. I think it's 80-foot. It was a uh, so Trenton Cooley for Van Buren just heaved one at the end of the third quarter. It's at Greenwood. He heaves it, you know, almost the length of the court. It goes in the basket. Uh, go go look it up on on Twitter if you can find it somehow. It, it's a lot of fun uh, to see that play and. Tim's reaction to it was really good too. He he said he don't normally give the oh baby for for just anyone, but he did on that one. Well, and I don't get very excited. I you know it. I kind of keep the mantra that you know there's no cheering on press row and in the press yeah. box and things like that. That one made me go whoa. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it was a uh, it was late. Uh, it was to end the third quarter. Greenwood had missed two free throws. Weston Wilcox got the rebound made a flip pass, kind of flipped it to uh, Trenton Cooley, who chunked it about 80 feet, and it hit the backboard and rattled in. Uh, and you can see uh, it went in just about the time that the red um, lights are going around, going off over the scoreboard to indicate the buzzer sounding. So it was really and truly a buzzer-beating, almost full-length court shot. And, Leland, this is what the great thing about – getting involved in high school athletics, whether you win a lot or you don't win as much as you want to. This kid, when he goes back to his class reunion 10 years from now, 20 of this shot is going to be brought up by his uh, teammates, by, you know, some of his friends. No matter what he does, he's going to go on and do great things in his life. But uh, that'd be tickled me when he come back. Hey, dude, man, remember when you made that shot and you was on ESPN? Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's going to be brought up to him. So um, I, I just love things like that when they happen to high school athletes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's one of the reasons, uh, you know, maybe the main reason that, that we love high school sports so much 
is we never know what we're going to see when we go to a game. When we walk into that gym or into that press box, we just absolutely, we never know what we're going to get to experience from these high school athletes. Well, that's kind of why I envy you, Rick Fires. You know, you're going to, you're supposed to attend the Ozark Catholic at the new school boys, class one, a uh, contenders. And, um, you know, you got some pretty prolific scores on both those teams and they're, they both have really good records and, you get into these little small compact areas to play basketball. It can get pretty rowdy in those deals. Yeah, I, well, I've never been there. Henry uh, gave me a direction. They're located somewhere downtown Fayetteville, and I'm looking forward to being there. And 1A basketball, and it's exciting. What was it, a couple years ago we had three or four teams in that league, won over 30 games. So Three um, of them, yes. Three of them won over 30 games, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of excitement. It's just not at the 6A, not at the 4A. It's Throughout every conference, every division, every category, big and small throughout Arkansas. So I've seen the skill and the dunks and everything of uh, these big schools. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some of these uh, smaller schools as well. Uh, the, the setting there at the gym is fantastic. Uh, get there early. They only have seating on one side, but they'll make you a spot on the end of the scores table, and you will be front. You'll be center court. For some exciting a- action. All right. So, guys, the, the the you know there's a lot of big games in the 6A West as there will be every week. The kind of the, the doubleheader I'm looking at is the Springdale at Bentonville doubleheader. Uh, both uh, you know the both Bentonville teams are coming off a loss um, last night to Harbor, and they're going to need to kind of try to look to bounce back. But no easy assignment against Springdale, you know, Lady Bulldogs and the Springdale Bulldogs. Um, you know, no no easy nights in this league, and um, and you know, anxious to see how the Springdale girls do on the road at Bentonville. Um, that'd yep. be a nice test yeah. for them. Um, see if they can uh, keep the momentum going. So I know uh, Coach Hunsucker will have them prepared for that. So uh, then another, you know, the Battle of Rogers. That's always a big rivalry game, uh, and and we'll look forward to, to hearing about those. Uh, and then uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Really big one. Harbor at Fayetteville wow. on the boys and girls side of it. North side at Springdale. Uh, Rogers will be at South Side. Bentonville West will be at Heritage and and kind of a class a class four uh, a one battle. I'm looking at is Pea Ridge and Gravit. You know that'll be a really good one. And then the one four a conference. So, um, man, I mean we can't go to all of them, but we man. We, we enjoy uh, seeing how these things turn out night after night. And you can read about it in our paper and on our online. You yep. can't be there if you can't, if you're like us, you can't be everywhere, but you can read about it. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, we try to, we try to bring you what we can from the ones we're not at. Um, we wish there were more of us for sure. So, all right, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we will, dig into our top five first top five of 2024 and you're listening to prep rally stay on top of all arkansas razorback sports with a digital plus subscription on the hogs illustrated app get complete razorbacks coverage in one location your subscription gives you 20 plus issues of hogs illustrated magazine the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. 
Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! Welcome back to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay with you. And gentlemen, we're going to get into the the top five. And, um, you know, since it's been a while, I don't want to necessarily uh, go to our, our top five, you know, plays or performances of the week or, or whatever. We're going to kind of uh, just kind of catch up this week, and then next week we'll, we'll get into our more traditional format of, um, you know, top five things that we've that we've liked over the past week, but this week we're just going to do the you know the top five storylines of the year so far. And Rick, we're going to start off with you. You're going to give us the rundown on the Northwest Arkansas boys storylines. Okay, let me start off. Uh, in our paper, we got Little Rock Central consensus number one. But I tell you what, if Little Rock Central is number one, then Springdale Harbor is a very close number two. Man, they just got a fantastic – it's just not Cortland, Muldrew. I was at that game, that non-conference game, uh, on a Tuesday night, and Little Rock Central comes up here, and I said, y'all come up here and play one game? Yeah, we wanted to test ourselves. So Little Rock Central and Harbor went at each other. It was two overtimes. I said at the time I may not see a better game all year, and so far that's true. I haven't seen a better game than that. So they are just fantastic. Um uh, of course, um, they got a big-time player at Little Rock Central. I think he's committed to uh, Missouri. But Missouri was there to look at uh, Muldrew as well. And then uh, 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 Harbor, man, they got Jackson Conley. Hayden Wood, fantastic receiver. Man, he's a pretty good basketball player. So good athletes right there. Harbor, um, if Central's number one, Harbor's number two. Uh, let's go to Fable. Man, I've seen Fable a lot this year. Very impressed with them, 16-2 and two overall. 4-0, I think they're ranked three or four. They've got all the ingredients. I think Leland said something about ingredients. they got a 6'6 center and D.J. Hudson. Really still a little bit raw, but he's getting there. He's 6'6". Six six. And then you got the point guard, uh, Xavier Brown. He, run, he is the floor general. He runs the show. Uh, and you've got to have a great point guard in you know, this type of high school basketball. And then last night, Jaden Haney. I remember hearing from last year, but, man, he has really improved. He's like a 6'4 wing player. He had 22 points last night. Uh, uh, um, uh, Fable just kind of blew him away. And uh, just a very all-round balanced team right there. And I'm going to go even past uh, predate myself. I remember my parents talking about going to the drive-in movie, and they had a double feature, and they had popcorn and uh, said, man, you can go and see two great movies, two great shows in one setting. That's what you get at Farmington. The Farmington girls and the Farmington boys, if, you, if you're in Northwest Arkansas and you don't have any allegiance, go to Farmington, go to Cardinal Gym, and you're going to see a show with these Farmington girls and Farmington boys. The Farmington boys are just excellent job. Of course, they, Lane Taylor, we've been watching him since he was a freshman. Um, he, he, he just toned up his body. He just keeps adding to his game, and he keeps scoring 20, 30 points a game. I think he's, what, uh, going to North Texas, maybe committed to North Texas? He's signed there, yeah. He, he signed there. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and, and then the little schools. I, I, like I said, I'm going to look forward to going. I haven't seen 
Ozark Catholic. They're one of them new schools that's coming on. Of course, new school is the new school, and they're they're kind of the. Uh, you remember in the old days, you had these like, like the Dell Blue, the school that no longer exists were the power. Now you got these schools right here that uh, are, are the powers, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them on Friday night. I think that's five or close to five, so well, you, that's you, all. Well, you got lots more than five names in there, okay. that's for sure, so that's a good job. Uh, I'm going to take the, you know, the Northwest Arkansas girls basketball scene for this week and Man, I, I'm just going to start off. We've got a log jam at the, at the top of the, the 6A West standings with four teams that are right there in the hunt. You know, it's still early, mind you. Yeah. We've got, you know, more than, you know, two-thirds of the rest of the season, maybe three-fourths to go. But you got Springdale, Northside, Fayetteville, and Harbor all right up there with really good uh, conference records, overall records, and they all still got to play each other. Yeah. I think Northside and Fayetteville are the only ones that play each other. Um you got the Harbor Springdale matchup looming in a couple weeks. Really good. Like Rick said, Farmington girls, my goodness. Uh, they, oh, their my. only loss, they're 21, 3 and 0 in the conference. Their only loss has been to a team out of Texas that was really good. Um, you know, they're defending state champions and, you know, they'll it'll be hard pressed for someone to beat them again this year. Um, but if you look at that 4A1 conference, there's two really other good teams in that conference that don't get enough attention. That's Gentry and Gravit. Um, Gravit played Farmington really tough a couple nights ago. Henry was there for that one. Yeah. And Gentry girls will get their shot at them this week. You know, they'll try and pull out all kinds of tricks to try and slow them down. So we'll just see what happens. Another girls team in Northwest Arkansas that uh, I'm going to give a little shout out to is Providence Academy. Um, you know, they're not a AAA member yet, but they're going to be. And they're going to, um, you know, they be- here's some teams they've beaten. They've beaten Peerage twice. They've beaten Salem Springs. They've beaten Fort Smith Southside. And, you know, they've got a really good record and are a really good ball team. Uh, wow, I had no idea. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, and they're going to be AAA members this upcoming next year. So. What league will they go into? Is that 1A? You know, I don't know. I, 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 it'll be interesting to find out. I'm sure we can find out the answer to that question. And then the 3A1 girls, uh, you know, Bergman Valley Springs, you know, wow. two teams that are traditionally very good in that league. They're supposed to play, I think, Thursday night because of the weather now. But when they do play, it'll be, you know, quite the matchup. So that's my top five on the high school girls scene. If I've left anybody out, I do apologize, but it's a lot <laughs> to cover. So, Leland, how about what's going on in the River Valley? What's top five? Well, you know, we've only, we're only halfway through the second week of 2024 and we've already had 80 foot three-pointers dunks buzzer beaters overtimes and already had rivalry night uh so i've got to you start start off with trenton cooley and he's 80 foot three-pointer that uh yeah. i guess by now everybody in the nation has seen uh that hit off the backboard and rattled in to end the third quarter uh in van buren's 68 45 win over greenwood on tuesday night Cooley finished, and Cooley, he's as electric on the basketball court as he was on the football field. You know, he was one of the top receivers in the state uh, as a junior this past year. Uh, Tuesday Tuesday night at Greenwood, he had finished with 10 points, 10 rebounds, and four steals. Uh, and, of course, we mentioned, uh, you know, rivalry night. Southside's uh, Alex Roper scored 25 points to lead Southside to a 66-63 overtime win over Northside, 
for the Mavericks' first win against the Grizzlies in six years. Wow. Uh, it snapped a nine-game losing streak to the Grizzlies. Uh, Roper hit a three-pointer uh, in overtime, hit four free throws, including two two to seal the win. Uh, and he also had 21, uh, two free throws with 21 seconds left in regulation that kind of forced overtime. Been a long time coming. Um, you know, going back to last Friday, George Harrell hit what we thought was a game-winning three-pointer from the corner to lift Southside to a 66-65 win at Bentonville West. As it turns out, that shot just, I say, merely sealed a 66-62 win because it was discovered that with 6.06 left in the game and Southside leading 59-52 during an injury timeout, the scoreboard suddenly changed to 59-55, giving three points to the home team. Southside noticed the uh, the change, and and after a brief discussion at the scores table, the referees just continued the game with the score as is. Uh, regardless, Harrell finished with 21 points, and he hit seven three-pointers in the win. Uh, and then, you know, we've mentioned Anna Trusty a lot. Uh, she scored 28 points on Tuesday night in Van Buren, or in Greenwood's 65-34 win over Van Buren. That moved her past Maddie Cartwright, into fourth place on the career scoring list in Lady Bulldogs history. And she's now scored 1,595 points uh, wow. in her career. Great player. She, she is a good player. So that's uh, that's what I've got for the, uh, for the River Valley in just a short amount of time already. And, of course, that's on top of Greenwood's uh, Lady Bulldogs overtime win at Russellville, uh, you know, Friday night. So it's uh, – if the first 10 days of the new year is any indication, this is going to be a wild two months of basketball season. Well, I, I'm excited. I mean, we, we've got a lot of fun leagues to cover up here in Northwest Arkansas, and you know, we, we certainly have a good time doing it. And, folks, that's going to wrap us up for this week's uh, edition of Prep Rally. You can listen to Prep Rally at nwaonline.com or watch it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts doesn't matter to us. Uh, we want to thank, say thanks again to our sponsor, West Termite Pest and Lawn. And uh, be sure and uh, go out and watch some basketball. There's a lot of it around here. Uh, and we'll see you next week. We love you. <laughs>